Hi, and welcome to Math and Musings. I'm Mike O'Connell, creator of Math and Musings, and your host. Stay tuned for 15 minutes of science, politics, news, and opinion. In other words, Math and Musings. Today's date is Friday, December 31st, 2021. This is broadcast number 31 of our show. That's the second time that has happened recently, I think, that the episode number and the date of broadcast is the same. They're both 31 today. And this will be the final broadcast, not only the final broadcast of 2021, but uh, will be the final broadcast of what I'm going to call Season 1 of Math Amusings. I know it, it's going to be completely arbitrary on this arbitrary of holidays, more on that later, to say, well, you know, that felt like the end of season one. Let's start season two next Friday. It's going to be every Friday. There, there's never going to be a break. At least I don't plan for there to be a break. It's not like the school year or the way uh, episodes are dropped now on streaming services that like you have a few and then you pause and then you have a few. Not we just do it every Friday. And uh, I think the easiest way for me to do this is to just say, all right, season two starts next Friday and Presumably, there would be 52 in every season from now on. This is going to be the only season in which there's not 52. Um, Well, I guess that's not true. There could be a year with 53 Fridays in it. Uh, This is going to be the only one with uh, 31. As I welcome you formally to today's program, yes, I made it back. I made it back from Binghamton. Uh, And if you've uh, kept up with uh, the blog, you will see that I did, in fact, make it to all 78 of my things one must do between Thanksgiving and Christmas. Helped out, as I think I mentioned this last Friday, helped out by my trip to Binghamton. I couldn't find those uh, cheap colored shortbread cookies anywhere in Loudoun County. Too fancy, I guess, uh, to be found in Loudoun County. Or Loudoun County is too fancy. Those cheap shortbread cookies, which are so delicious, could only find them at the uh, the Family Dollar in Binghamton. That's that's like man, that's like the lowest of low right there. A Family Dollar in Binghamton, uh, but they got the job for done for me. The little uh, two dollar box of shortbread cookies. That was one of the last ones on my list. It's funny how this always works out. That uh, the last one on the list is the only item that I actually save until Christmas Day. And that is, of of everything on that list, it's cinnamon rolls on Christmas morning. That's the only one that you can't, like, preload and and try to get it done ahead of time. Everything else you can do before Christmas Day, but eating cinnamon rolls on Christmas morning, that's the only one that literally has to happen on Christmas. Uh, And it did. I went 78 for 78 there was one caveat. Uh, if you read the blog, you'd, you'd know this already. That's uh, MikeOConnellJr.com, by the way. That I, I kind of. It wasn't as though I cheated on one of them. It's that uh, I made an executive decision to allow this. Crops, crops. That's K R O P apostrophe S. Um, is the place where I usually get uh, my Christmas tree after dreaming about it for years, going going to get an expensive tree at Crops Crops. Although all trees are expensive this year. Did you notice that one? If you went to buy a tree, oh man, it, it was like triple the price of, of buying a tree any other year. 
places like you know Walmart and Safeway, and I don't even think they were selling trees, um, unless uh, like good for you if you were able to find a cheap Christmas tree this year. But I don't know if it's COVID or what uh, that um, the world is just experiencing a shortage on Christmas trees, or maybe there was some collusion going. I you know I'm I'm always uh, fearful of these kinds of things like Christmas tree growers of the world that got together in some cigar filled back room and were like okay. People will pay whatever we demand for a Christmas tree. Let's instead of making them fifty bucks, let's let's make it like one sixty. Yeah, that's a good price for a Christmas tree, and they all agreed to it. Anyway, uh, the reason I did not get a tree from Crops Crops this year, but went uh, really around the corner to Meadows Farms, is uh, simply a matter of time. Crops Crops didn't open till ten a.m. And, uh, well, in the spirit of Michael O'Connell Sr., I was ready. That, that always it struck me about my dad, especially, like, after he retired and didn't have to go to work, he, like, he still woke up early and was, like, out doing things in the world. And, and he was upset of, like, oh, geez, I, you know, I wanted to go to the, the, to the bank, but it was, you know, it was only 7.30 in the morning and they didn't open until 9. That line of logic and, and that lifestyle didn't... Uh, didn't even compute with me until much later, I guess when I became old, or when I started to become Michael O'Connell Sr. But it all makes perfect sense to me now. Meadows Farms was open at 9, they got me my tree, and uh, crops, crops, we'll have to wait until next year, or, or I, they either got to open earlier, or I got to be on a different schedule. I did see their red lights lining Georgetown Parkway, though I always appreciate seeing that one. So that uh, that closes the book on uh, on Christmas, I suppose. A, a successful Christmas holiday. Now getting to the end of the holidays, which is, includes uh, today's holiday, New Year's Eve. And I've been saying this for decades. The New Year's Eve is my favorite holiday. If someone asks me, Mike, what's your favorite holiday? I would say New Year's Eve. Uh, because uh, largely for the same reason that I say like Christmas time is my favorite time of year, like the, the month of December, where everyone in the world really is, is acting the way that I act all the time, which is, in a word, you know, make yourself busy. Um, go out, do things as, as best you can in the, in the COVID era. Try to, uh, you know, make a lot of money, spend a lot of money, you know, doing things, hanging out with people. Um, and... Um, not worrying like oh it's you know it's a it's a school night you know like oh no you you can still hang out with your friends and you know I I would go to a Christmas party on a Tuesday night sure I don't mean, have to wait until the weekend let's do this every day because there's a lot of things to do let's try to be busy and that that's how people operate during the month of December that's how I try to operate all the time and I I recommend it try to cram as much fun and as much life as you can into every single day. Like, make every day your masterpiece, right? I, I didn't come up with that one, um, but uh, kudos to whoever did. And that's kind of how I go through life. New Year's Eve is the one day a year where, where people go out of their way to do exactly that. It's it's completely arbitrary that, oh, let's let's celebrate the changing of the calendar. Or, like, to me, here's here's your math lesson for the day. It's really just a, a holiday that it celebrates a number. I'm a numbers guy, and this is like, well, 
we're, we're going to reset our calendar. This collective conscious of time that we have put together, not only are we, are we switching the month, we're, we're switching the, uh, the day and the year here too. We're going to reset the whole thing. We'll bring it back to the, the, what we call January, you know, our first month of the year. And now it's 2022, or uh, perhaps when you're listening to this, it already is 2022. Or was many years ago, if you're listening to this uh, years after it was recorded. The date it was recorded, in fact, was uh, December, let's see, today's Wednesday, so it's, today's the 29th. Uh, I'm, I'm cutting it close. I usually uh, I usually record these um, before then. I usually record on like Monday or Tuesday. Wait until the last minute here. As long as I get it done by Friday at midnight, it makes it uh, to wherever podcasts are sold. Completely arbitrary holiday. Let's celebrate the changing in the calendar with the one second that this occurs at 12 o'clock a.m. Wherever you are, that's midnight. That's the changing in the calendar. Let's have a party. Let's celebrate this thing, which is really nothing in the, in the broader scheme of the cosmos. It's nothing. But let's have a party anyway, because it's fun. And I can remember, talk about my favorite holiday, I can pretty much remember what I was doing on every single New Year's Eve, going back uh, at least 20 years, starting with the, the one that sticks out in my mind is that the year 98 into 99, which, which sounds like ancient history to my students, I know, the, the late 1900s, as they often refer to it. Yeah, that, that'll make you feel old. Back when I was growing up in the late 1900s, I remember uh, my parents had uh, tricked me into this one, that they had volunteered. Uh, you don't hear about first night too often anymore, but it was like a municipal-led celebration, and they had venues all around Binghamton. And one was uh, the one I was kind of shanghaied into uh, working at was this, this like indoor uh, virtual roller coaster, like w- one of the, like the early days of VR, basically. And I remember I was letting people in. This was my job for the evening, letting people into this, um, like it, it looked like a like a minivan. <laughs> And uh, it was big enough that you could fit in 28 people at a time. The whole night I was just counting to 28 people. Like you got to cut them off. Like, oh, wait, 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 how many in your party? Well, no, we're up, we're up to 26, and I've only uh, I don't have room for three more people. No, no, no we got to stop it here. And I was doing that for several hours. Kind of soured me on carnival work for the rest of my life. The only good thing I had going that year was I remember that was the year 1998 that Frank Sinatra had died earlier in the year, and all his old record companies were shamelessly putting out his old recordings in an attempt to cash in on his death, of course. And I remember I I just recently gotten my... At first it was Sinatra tapes, cassette tapes for me. And then uh, I started collecting his CDs also. I have hundreds now. That um, I had just gotten Sinatra at the Sands. And listening to that recording, that album, uh, was I remember at that time in my life, it was really the... What, what got me through that holiday period of 98 into 99. And that sticks out for me. It's like, yeah, that was when I was uh, becoming, you know, the Sinatra-file, award-winning uh, Sinatra trivia contest winner. More on that some other time. 
And then the only other one from uh, this previous century, the 99 into 2000, if you know how old you are, if, if I say like Y2K, if you understand what Y2K is, well then, yeah, you're, you're from the last century. You, you know about the uh, computer bug, which, which ended up being nothing. I, I don't really know how bad it would have been if, if nobody had recognized that issue ahead of time and hadn't done something to fix it. Um, but that was the that was sort of the, the coronavirus of the time. It was going to take over the whole world. I was at a friend's house. Um, this was I, I stopped spending New Year's Eve with my parents after that last one. That um, I was at a friend's house, and uh, the dad played a clever trick that evening. And uh, when when midnight struck, shut off all the power in the house. So it looked like, you know, the world had shut down at the stroke of midnight, like the thing we were all fearing. And I thought that was one of the great practical jokes and gags I had ever experienced. Um, <laughs> seeing that, experiencing that in 1999 into 2000. And then after that, I was playing in bands after that. And I was playing at midnight all the early years of the 2000s. Haven't done that recently. The last one I did was uh, 2013. That was 13 and 14. That was the last one I did not have a child. <laughs> Since then, I've been I've been home with my son on New Year's Eve. Um, we always do like a fake midnight with him earlier in the day. For me, fake midnight, well, that's become my cottage industry because I have been going around. I've been doing this for 20 years. I've uh, been going around to uh, old folks' homes and uh, assisted living facilities, rest homes, nursing homes, anywhere I could get people to have me uh, come and play the piano at uh, some you know random time in the afternoon, pretending it was midnight. And you know we call it uh, you know this is the uh, the Abu Dhabi midnight or the you know Russian New Year's or uh, this is New Year's in London, and you know whatever time it was, pretending it was midnight. And I've done that. I would do that multiple times in a day. Still do. And uh, I've I've been fake. I've faked more midnights in the last you know 10, 20 years than I've ever done uh, real midnight. Whether faking it for people who are old or faking it for people who are young. There was one uh, famous New Year's though for me that was uh, from 2005. More on that uh, next week as I remind you. You've been listening to Math and Musings. My name is Mike O'Connell. For more information to contact, go to MikeOConnellJr.com.